Keeping it real and raw with Patrick Tremont. Hi, everyone. Are you an asshole? That's what I want to know. I mean, it's, it's just a simple question. It's not a big deal. Just, I mean, are you that kind of jerky person that people just really talk behind your back and say, that guy, what a fucking asshole. I mean, you know, th- there are characteristics about it. There are traits that, that, that make you an asshole. I don't think people come out of your mother's vagina, you know, waving a flag saying I'm an asshole and I just want to be a dick. I just don't think that people are like that. I mean, maybe they're raised that way or maybe they were not raised that way. And then they just kind of, you know, maybe life gives them lemons and they don't know how to make the lemonade. I prefer pink lemonade, by the way. But what really constitutes an asshole? What really makes a person a jerk? Excuse me. See, it's like I can't even say these words. It's just so bad. It makes me ugh. So I'm thinking, you know, there are certain things, though. There are characteristics about ourselves that can make us kind of jerkies. You know what I mean? We can be jerks. We can be self, you know, um, just really arrogant and, and I don't know, you know, just egotistical, whatever. And so what does that mean for us? What does an asshole represent? So here's one. They interrupt when when you're talking. Um, I yeah, look, I do this right here for basically a living. This is like my job now being on a podcast. So if you're long winded, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm just trying to fucking make my show a little shorter so I ain't got to edit out so much downtime and you going blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I'm going to probably interrupt you if I'm sitting there and you can't see my hand waving and all that stuff like, let's chop it down. Let's move on. Let's roll it up. You know what I mean? Like, let's go. But I think technically, podcast aside, I don't really try to interrupt anybody when they're talking because I think it is an asshole move. I think, you know, people do do that. I mean, look, I mean, put a breadstick in your mouth, shut it, and let somebody else have the floor for a minute if it's a conversation. The worst and pet peeve thing of mine is when somebody's going, Oh my God, they ask a question and then you're supposed to answer and tell the story, but then they ask a second and third question right along with the first one because their little brains can't wrap around that they what they can remember to ask you once you answer the first one. It's really kind of stupid and that pisses me off. So you know what? There are times where I think that each and every one of us do interrupt someone because either we're trying to be part of the conversation. Like if you're at a table full of people, this is not like, you know, Downton Abbey. This is not the, you know, 1942 and everybody's like, oh, oh, you know, and all kinds of, you know, prim and proper. This ain't the English crap, Right. It's not, I mean, conversations happen. It happens on TV, reality shows, movies, um, at your mama's house, eating dinner. Everybody just kind of interrupts because you just chime in your thought at that moment. I don't think people are intentionally trying to say, I'm going to go to Thanksgiving dinner. I'm going to be a fucking asshole. Yeah, no, nobody does that, but it does happen. You do kind of interrupt excuse me, and you do say things and you're going to sit there and be like, hey, 
Yeah. Um, you know, oh, no, that's not what that was about. Wait a minute. Time out. Time out. You know, we all do it. So, yeah. But there are people that do. And they, I'm serious. Like, they do interrupt you because they want to move on. And they just kind of like, in, you know, interfere in your story or what are your conversation. And then they totally, you know, uh, bypass what you're saying and start another conversation or ask another question. It's kind of like they've got ADD or something and they just move on and you don't even get to finish your story. That's an asshole. In fact, that's a real fucking asshole. And then, of course, you know, there's the ones that make the inappropriate jokes at your expense or they make fun of people that are, you know, whatever, you know, and you know that they're going to sit there. And they're making jokes at other people's expenses, and that's really an asshole move. And that that really is a pet peeve of mine, too, because it irritates me so much. And look, we all do it. Yes, we laugh, we joke, and we might even giggle at what they're saying, even though it's inappropriate. You know, and sometimes it's even about ourselves. We might laugh at ourselves and just go, oh, my God, we are. We are laughing at ourselves because we can laugh at ourselves and admit what the whole thing is about. But when somebody sits there and points it out and then they use it at your expense or it's one of your weaknesses or something and they use it and they're trying to be funny, but you know they're not. Look, you're an asshole. That's okay. And of course, you know, you've got the ones who lie. They just lie because they want to lie. It's because... You know, they lie because it's so easy for them to sit there and lie because it's easier to lie than it is to tell the truth. And some people do feel that way. I have no idea. Maybe there's reasons why we all have this this thing about us. That's why whoever invented the white lie, I guess, was sort of smart. But maybe they were the biggest liar of all, so they had to have a come up. They had to come up with an excuse to say why they were lying, right? So, I do believe that everybody does tell a little white lie, and it could be because her titties are too big for that top, and you really don't want to say anything, or she actually has a camel toe, and you don't want to embarrass them or something like that. So you're going like, "No, it's cute," you know, whatever. And 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 it really is cute. So you're not really lying, but you're not going, oh my God, you have the biggest camel toe and it's just ugh. You know what I'm saying? Girl, I can see your, you know, your zip code from here. You know what I mean? It's not good. Uh, but it's not because they look bad. It's just because they just have extra fluff and you just want to say anything. But that's okay. You know, it's like you don't want to lie, but then everybody has this white lie kind of thing. And I think it just really depends on the situation. And, um, and I think sometimes maybe a white lie is coming from a place to where you really love those people and whatever, but you don't want to disrespect them or embarrass them. So, you know, you just say whatever, and then, you know, that's it. I don't know. Not saying I do it necessarily because I am known for my bluntness and be like, you know, what is that? You know what I'm saying? That ain't a camel toe, honey. That's a whole camel. In fact, that's a pack of camels on each side of that, you know, uh, that lining of those pants. You know what I'm saying? Um, So but I'm just thinking, well, you know, it's it is what it is. But what are you going to do? And then, um, you know, then you've got those people invade your private space. You know, that's kind of an asshole move, right? They just kind of like, they're really close to you. And I have a certain 
couple of family members and they really honestly do come very close to your face. These, these are not, these are like extended family members and they come really close to your face. Like you can just feel their breath on you. And I'm thinking, oh my God, you need more than a Tic Tac. In fact, you need to take stock in the company. It's bad. But it's like, look, why are you, why are you coming to me? And you're talking loud anyway. It's not like you're trying to keep it a secret. You're like, hey, how are you doing? But you're right in front of my face. And it's like they invade your personal space. And I think that they know that it makes me feel uncomfortable. So when they see me once in a blue moon, they come right up to me. It's like, are you fucking trying to make out with me or something? It's really creepy. I'm not going to kiss you. Don't want to smell your breath. And I don't want to feel like the little spitballs, you know, happening on my face. I just want to, you know, look, I just, it's nasty and I can't do it. But I hope they don't know who they are, but maybe they do. But I cannot stand somebody that's really personal in my personal space. So, you know, that's an asshole move, especially if they know you don't like it, because there's nothing worse than a chaser, like a person that's like a personal space chaser, like you back up one step, okay? You back up a step because they're coming right for you, and... And then they're right there. So you listen to one sentence while they're right in your personal space. And then you back up because you're like, look, you know, I just had a triple, you know, uh, you know, espresso, latte, whatever. I'm going to have coffee breath and I don't want to bleach these people's hair. I'm not saying that my breath is going to be on point 24 seven, especially if I'm having Starbucks coffee. Let's just get that real. Everybody knows the Starbucks, Starbucks coffee breath. And so, but you know, I'm usually hygienic and very clean, so I don't have a problem unless I'm drinking this, you know, triple espresso latte. Yeah. So I don't want them smelling me either. I mean, I'm not stupid. I've got respect and class, but then I'm backing up. Let's just say I didn't even have the coffee. I still don't want to sit there and be right there. Only my husband can be right there, you know, tongue's length with me. I don't want somebody sitting there talking to me. I mean, unless you've got a secret like that's the murderer or that there's the, you know, blah, blah, blah. No. I can handle a secret and you've got to tell me something right quick and you can be up in my ear, but to talk to me face to face and you're my personal space, you're a fucking asshole, especially when you see me doing two steps backwards. It's almost like that. What is that? Paul Abdul song. I take two steps forward. You take two steps back, whatever. Okay. Uh, uh, no, if you see me back up from you, that means you're getting too close to me. And then if you make another step in my direction, I really want to throat punch you, but oh my God, I have class and, and taste. So I'm not going to throat, throat punch somebody in a, in a um, social gathering, but that's okay. You know, you're just being an asshole and I guess everybody else sees it. Or there's another thing. When you're having a conversation in a group or whatever, and you're telling a story and something's going on, an asshole move is when somebody sits there and tries to one-up you. Yeah, they're one-upping you. You can sit there and say, you know, I actually had the chance. I can't believe. Yeah. We went to Buckingham Palace. It was a once-in-a-lifetime chance. We won the lottery, and we got to meet the queen. And I wasn't sure. If I was curtsying right, can you believe me curtsy? Oh my God, it was so great. She was so cute. Nope, that's not going to be good enough. No matter what story you tell, I don't care. They're going to be like, oh, Buckingham Palace? 
We went, oh my God, that was so two years ago. And not only did we meet the queen, we met Charles too. We curtsied and then we even had tea. We had high tea and all the trimmings with it. Yes, you know, yeah, that's a one-upper. They've got to one-up you and most likely they're probably lying anyway. But, you know, like I'm saying, keep the receipts, folks. Honey, you uh, you can best bet if I meet the queen and I'm curtsying and, you know, hey, look, I used to teach some debutante, debutante stuff when I used to teach them how to, to bow and curtsy. You know who you are. And I'd sit there and do all this and whatever. And it was a lot of fun. Trust me, I've got the receipts. I've got the photos. And if I say I'm doing it or I've done it, I can prove it. So, but so that's how you handle those one uppers. Ugh. Oh my God. It just gets, you know, in my, it just gets under my skin. And then, of course, you have those people who just kind of like not only come into your personal space, but they also like to sit there and do that whole thing of like, oh, what's this? You know, they've got to help themselves to your life. You know, oh, what, what's this right here? Can I have this last one? Or can, oh, wait, are you going to get rid of this? Or, hey, oh, are you going to go with me to do this because I need your help? Or, you know, blah, blah, blah. They're just assholes because they can sit there and they can manipulate you in some kind of way. They want to take the last damn donut that you got in the box. You know, they want to take the last little bit. They'll probably take the last little bit of oxygen you know, in the hospital room, if you if you if you just sat there and they're going like, well, you don't need this anyway. You're about to die. I can see the monitor. You know, let me have the last little bit of oxygen from it. You know, they just help themselves to your life and they have nothing to give back. They just want to take and take and they just don't care. You know, it's like something for nothing. They just want to sit there and, you know, they, they never they never have any concern about you or anyone else. They just want to take something from you and really that is the definition of a real asshole. And also, too, you know, you have those ones who go somewhere with you or a group of people, or it can just be one, you know, whatever. And then they don't want to pay their share of anything. They're going to nickel and dime it, you know. They've got to sit there and not like, oh, no, you know. I don't have the money to do this without even telling you beforehand or anything like that. You know, they don't want to, they want to get away with whatever they can. And they kind of like, you know, put on a story or a show or whatever. And it's all based around money. Have you ever noticed that? Trust me. Okay. So here's the story. I brought somebody to lunch one time and they had to have everything you know, the best of the best they wanted. I said, order, you know, let's have a nice little, you know, lunch. It's on it's on me, blah, 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 you know, and I was being polite, of course, and I was doing it because I wanted to, and it was a lot of fun, and then I said, you know, let's have margaritas, of course, they wanted top shelf, which I believe in top shelf too, but they told me they, now this is what they said to me before lunch even was ordered, and before alcohol was even involved, they said, I just want you know, and I said, well, look, I'm paying. It's on me. Let's do it. And let's have a good lunch. But then they're sitting there going, hey, well, do you mind if I have like the best of the best of the stuff on the menu? 
who does that? And I, of course, I had to sit there and really think about it. I held the menu up thinking, is this for real? Uh, and I said, what do you mean by the best of the best? You know, this is just a taco place. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you want? Lobster tacos? Fine. You know, I mean, I don't care. But of course, they want top shelf alcohol. They want, you know, they wanted to order the whole big platter and they wanted all this stuff when they found out that I was paying. Okay, now look. <sighs> yeah, I have a little bit of cash. I don't mind if I say I'm going to treat somebody, I'm prepared to pay for that bill. I don't care how much it is. I'm I mean, I'm just thinking have a little bit of class. You don't sit there and say, "Well, great. I want the best whatever you this menu's got to offer. If you're treating, I'm eating." Fine. I have never once in my lifetime ever have went with someone to dinner or a lunch and said, oh, no, you're yo, so you're treating. Oh, great. Well, do you mind if I buy like, can I order the top shelf stuff? Can I order the best of the best on the menu and stuff? Because I'm hungry and I normally don't get, you know, to eat like this. And so I'm going to order it. Now, granted, it's just a, you know, a Mexican restaurant. But why in the world would you even say that? How about just order it and then I don't give a shit. I'll pay for it. I offered. But it was an asshole move to ask me if they can order what they want, you know, from the menu. And I've already said it's on me. Order what you want. But then they wanted to clarify that they can have the best margaritas with the best liquor in it. And of course, like the the lobster nachos with extra lobster and, you know, supersize it, pack one up for my husband so I ain't got to fucking cook, whatever. So I pay for three lunches and a ton of alcohol and just for a, you know, one hour lunch and shit, it's 150 bucks. Yeah. Okay. Now, look, I'm not a douchebag. And I'm not an asshole. And I'm not even trying to sit here and call anybody out. I'm just saying it's tacky and classless to sit there and say, well, if you're paying, I'm ordering the best of the best. Isn't that weird? Now, also, and the worst thing I've ever, 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 ever is somebody who is two-faced. Okay, now I know we've all have been around people who are two-faced, like, seriously, we know two-faced individuals. We know these motherfuckers. We do. We've had them in our friendship circles. We have them in our families. Yeah, I said it. There are two-faced people in our families. Yeah, you know who you are, and you know why you do what you do, and you're trying to be cute, and you know what friends out there. Now, you know you do that. So let's just be real. Let's be honest. You say one thing and then you do another. Then you tell another person not to tell somebody else what you just said to somebody else because then it's going to turn into a whole shit show. And then you don't want everybody to know that really you're the puppet master and the manipulator. Yeah, you're a two-faced piece of shit. You're not just an asshole. You're also a, you're, an, you're an asshole that is a piece of crap. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and I can go on and on about that stuff. But when somebody sits there and says, I'm, you know, so blah, blah, blah. And this is what happens and gossip, gossip central. Okay, fine. You know, but then you can't clarify anything because you don't know if they're telling the truth or not. And you don't know if they're telling the same story to the other different people. 
Yep, we have those in our families. Yes, we have those in our friendships. Yeah, and the bad thing is, is that some of us don't really get so involved that we don't really care. And so we don't talk to the other person about it. Maybe we should. Maybe we should, you know, get together and maybe we should call each other up and say, did they just tell you this? Because they just told me that. And then, you know, everybody get to, I mean, they do that shit in the movies, right? So I don't know why we can't do it. And I think it's because of blood. I think that if we sit there and call people out that are two-faced, nobody's going to believe it because, you know, because of, for whatever reasons, known. nobody's going to believe that that particular person or persons are really two-faced. You know, they say one thing, do another, and then do whatever. You know, there's a lot of that stuff that happens. Yeah. So I'm saying it. I'm 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 just putting it out there. That really is an asshole move. And not only you two-faced, but oh my God. You know, they're just they're just completely crazy. Uh, to me, that's like, uh, what is that called? Like sociopath or psychotic or something? I don't know. But this is where I see like real creepy, you know, shit that goes down, you know, and sometimes it's unfortunate, but it happens and then you don't know what to do. And then sometimes you sleep, you know, with one eye open when you're around them, you're like, oh my God, this is kind of crazy. I mean, they're going to kill me if they're psycho. But then again, of course I could be exaggerating. They're probably not really going to kill you, but they are two-faced and that alone is like a death because then without trust you don't know who to believe and that itself is just like a death so what do they call that death by a, a thousand paper cuts little by little yeah that's an asshole move okay and also they don't care about your life they're so narcissistic, they're so egotistical, they're so wrapped up in their pathetic worlds that they, these assholes, just want to sit there and be, you know, about themselves. They don't care about your life. They're going to act like they care. Oh, so how are you doing? Or what's going on? Or how's this going for you? Or what, you know, and then they listen. They're going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're nodding at you. You know, they're sitting there, they're saying yes, they're saying no, they're being responsive like a Muppet, you know, uh, like a, a psychotic robot. Yeah, but they genuinely are sitting there thinking about the grocery list or jacking off or something. They're not caring about what you're saying about your life. They're not saying Grandma Gert had a stroke and we love her and, you know, we're trying to make plans. We don't, you know, hey, I just won the lottery. They're like, oh, yeah, okay, great. Mm, yeah, I need a manicure. They don't care. They don't care about your life. They don't care about what you have to say. They don't care about your purpose in the world. They don't care if you sat there and saved the wells and a million puppies and you're opening up a dairy farm and you're going to feed, you know, children of the world. They don't care. It's not going to happen. They could care less. They don't care about your life because they're only doing it and they're only there because they're assholes and they just want to hear what you have to offer and what you have to say. But deep down inside, they're ready to have an enema. That's all. They just want a fucking enema. They'd rather sit there and get their, you know, a root canal than to listen to what you have to say. Yeah, that is an asshole. But I tell you what, you need to know how to identify these people, you know, and if you are one, then you need to loosen up. Maybe you need to change a little bit about yourself. You need to sit there and say, 
oh my God, I'm, I, am I any of these things that this guy has said? Am I really an asshole? Am I, what am I doing? This is not healthy. This is not good. This is not what I want to leave the world. I mean, it's okay. Maybe that's why you are, you know, an asshole. And maybe that's why you have problems in your life. Maybe that's why you're single. Maybe that's why you're, you know, you've got, you know, relationship issues. Maybe that's why you can't keep friends. Maybe that's why you can't keep a job. Maybe that's why you just can't keep your shit together. But then yet you go home to your life and then you think that the world is all right because you one-upped somebody today you you know talked down to someone you you sat there and you made somebody feel like shit or you used something you know at someone else's benefit and you know and and disrespected them or made fun of them and have other people believing that shit you know are you this person if you are, you need psychological help. You really do. Maybe, And, you know, sometimes you don't even have to go to a therapist. You can just say, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to wake up on the right side of the bed. And I'm going to be like, you know, I'm going to make a little bit of a change and just see how well that goes for me. Because deep down inside, we all want to be loved. We all want to be accepted. And for those who say they do not, you're just a, a an asshole. And on top of that, you're just a lying asshole. You know, everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants to be accepted and respected. You know, so you just have to sit there and be optimistic. You have to be motivated and you have to let not not to let these people, you know, come after you. You got to identify who they are. You got to stay away from it. And you may you may never change them and you may never even give a shit enough to even do that. But let me tell you what you if you are a good person and you don't want to be an asshole and you are around people who are assholes, trust me, sooner or later, it comes back. It does. It comes back to them. And, it, and, and the funny thing is, I don't even want to say karma because everybody's like, that's such a popular term, you know, karma, karma. And everybody's going like, you know, you're going to get karma and this is your karma and karma me and karma that and karma and karma. Yeah, you know, well, that karma. No. The thing is, is that it does affect you and these things will you know, take place in your life if you don't make those changes. So yeah, if you're an asshole, you need to really, really think about what I'm saying. Yep. If you're listening to this podcast, hopefully I can change one person's mind that if you're any of these things, if even just fucking one of these things that I have said, then maybe you are deeply an asshole and things might be going your way right now, but they always will not go your way. They won't. They won't always go your way. They will not. And so you can call it karma. You can call it whatever. But honestly, you know, for those of you who are not assholes and you really do try, because we all have traits. Well, none of us are perfect, but we're not but if you're one of these people that really try and you're surrounded by these types of individuals that are one or more of these things, then, yeah, you're probably around a person who is just, you know, not healthy. But I tell you what, you can't give up, right? Didn't Jesus say, you know, don't give up on anybody? You might now look, I'm paraphrasing the Bible here. OK, so I'm not, you know, I don't want lightning struck down on me saying that what if, this is how gossip starts. This is gossip. This is this is. 
you know, Jesus gossip here. I'm just saying, I'm paraphrasing. Um, you know, he wants everybody to love thy neighbor. So, you know, you just have to sit there and say, that's who they are and that's who they're going to be. But I myself will not be part of it. He's just an asshole or she's just an asshole and it's going to come back on them. That's on them. That's not on me. And I'm not putting that out there in the universe because you know what? I follow the beat of my own drum and I'm letting it go and it's all good. So guess what? This is me and I'm happy and I try not to be an asshole. I might have some asshole ways. Mm hmm. Yeah. But here it is. I'm identifying it and I'm admitting it. And if I am an asshole, then, you know, hey, I'm working on myself. You need to work on you. So are you an asshole? Hopefully not. Maybe not. You should not be. Anyway, thank you for listening to Real and Raw. Don't be an asshole, motherfuckers. It's been Real and Raw with Patrick Tremont.